Welcome to Stories Jesus Told, a podcast of Trinity Lutheran Church in Fresh Dot, Wisconsin. Here is Trinity's Rick Adams and Pastor Carl Landbauer. Welcome back, everybody. Rick Adams here, Director of Discipleship at Trinity Lutheran Church in Freistadt. And I am joined by our senior pastor, Carl Landbauer. It's good to be back. It is good to be back with you. And here we are at the end of another week. Week seven is nearly in the books. Um, it's been a week of reflecting on the parable of the talents. And today we have a single verse from Ephesians chapter 2. Uh, we were talking just previously about how this this verse is often left out of the two preceding verses, which are hallmark verses, especially for Lutherans. Mm-hmm. But this verse almost deserves its own spotlight, so we're spotlighting it today. Absolutely. Yeah, let me read Ephesians 2.10. For we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. We were deliberating before the podcast whether we should read the first, the two verses that come right before it in verses 8 and 9 because everybody knows those by heart, you know, um, that it's by grace that we're saved through faith. It's not of ourselves. It's a gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. We're really good with that as Lutherans because it is true. We are not saved by our actions, our goodness. We, there is no goodness in us. And nothing to boast about, like we talked about a couple of days ago with that right. servant, right. unworthy servant, right. only done my duty. But we do it a disservice <clears throat> if we read those two verses and leave this verse out, mm-hmm. because Paul is kind of putting a qualifier on that, isn't he, with this verse? Yeah, not a qualifier, but an implication that, that you've been saved for a purpose. You weren't saved to lay around on the beach and soak in God's good gifts, you're saved to go be a gift. Mm-hmm. He has, he's sent you. Yeah. Right. I mean, you can lay on the beach and soak in God's good <laughs> gifts too. There's just, good, you know, good, within, uh, within reason, right? Good. I was hoping you were going to say <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So what's important here, you know, I, I look at that in the NIV, it's for we are God's handiwork. Mm. Is, is that what you have? ESV workmanship. has workmanship. We are his workmanship. Handiwork, workmanship. Um what we're really talking about here is like a masterpiece, like a valuable work of art, which I think is kind of cool when you think about this is how God sees us, right? Paul is telling us from God's perspective, you are his handiwork, you are his masterpiece. And with that in mind, he's telling us, here's what I've created you for. You know, you've been created in Christ Jesus for a purpose, to do good works. To do good works, yes. Which, which even that is not you, yours to do. Right. God prepared them. God prepared them in advance for you to walk in them. So God created you. He created the work, and now He's putting the two together. Go have fun. Yeah. What is? Is it significant uh, that God has prepared this in advance? Can you kind of explain how that all works from the perspective of eternity? Uh, it's probably a little bit a little of a bit big ask. Your... A little bit of a big ask. Come on, you can do it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the 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 reality is, though, that it, it, what's beautiful about it is that there's there's nothing here that is to my credit, and therefore there's nothing here that puts me under pressure. My job is simply to do what God has given me to do, and so I mean, I think of 
we love our hero stories. We love the guy who climbs the mountain that can't be climbed. We love the the single-handed, I won the whole battle by myself kind of a thing. We love those stories, but those are stories that are actually at their core about Jesus. Yeah. And then our role is to to let Jesus do what Jesus is going to do through us. So here God has he set the table. Go to it. Yeah, and the chronology is right, too, because... Paul is making sure that he's drilled down on the fact that we're saved by grace first. So that's in the bank. You know, that's settled science, so mm-hmm. to speak, as they say these days. Mm-hmm. Now let's talk about what your life looks like mm-hmm. in in the wake of that, yeah. which is here's your purpose. Your, your identity is a loved, saved child of God by grace through faith. We have a, He has a plan for your life. Yeah. Yeah. So... There, there's a lot in here to be thankful for, that you are God's workmanship, that that he's given you a purpose and that he hasn't left you on your own in that purpose, that in all those those places he is at work. And so you get to continue to do your good works by grace because he prepared it. Yeah, and there's there's maybe an unintended sin that people commit when they don't appreciate the fact that they are God's handiwork. Mm-hmm. We're... We tend to, in our modesty, be too self-deprecating and say, "Oh, I'm, mm-hmm. I, I can't do that. I, yeah. I'm no good at that." Well, you're kind of insulting God. To underestimate yourself is to underestimate God. Yeah, yeah. And so I think that that's something that we perhaps want to be aware of, so that we're not letting that be said of us. And it's not to say that we should be boastful or arrogant or go in the other direction with it either, but to simply acknowledge the fact that. God has given you gifts, abilities, again, with regard to the parable of the talents. He has equipped us. It's undeniable. Mm-hmm. And so use those gifts then in works for service. I think a lot of the temptation to to downplay or to, to sell myself short comes from picturing the good works that God has given me to do in the wrong way. I, you know, if I draw a picture of that and it's maybe it's uh, going to the door-to-door in my neighborhood and telling people about Jesus. I don't have that gift and I'm not, I can't do that. And, you know, but in reality, most of these good works that are being prepared in advance are, are things like I did my work really well with integrity and I treated that difficult coworker with respect. And I honored God in the way that I talked about my spouse when I was around the water cooler. And when I went home to my kids, I gave them the energy I had left so that they knew they were loved. That's a day full of good works, right? It's not impressive in a kind of world standard kind of a way, but it's it's what God put in front of me, gave me to do, and all of that was within what God had equipped me for. And it makes a huge, you know, you ask the coworker, you ask the spouse, you ask the kid, all those things make a huge difference to somebody. Yeah, and that whole idea of the fact that God has prepared this in advance, for me, I think when I first really meditated on this verse, it it reminded me of the fact that, okay, every morning I wake up, you, you say your prayers, you do your morning devotion routines, acknowledging that God has, he's got your day all planned out. Hmm. You know, there are good works out there that he has planned for you to do. Because that's pretty much what it says here. He's guys prepared in advance for us to do these things. And so... And you think about like in, in worship, when we confess our sins, we acknowledge 
that we have sinned by what we have done and by what we have left undone. Mm-hmm. And part of the tragedy of our sinful lives is that all of these good works that God has prepared in advance for us to do, many of them we miss because we're just not paying attention. And I use this phrase a lot, but it, it can't be overstated. Our, my prayer request is open my eyes and my ears. Help me to see and hear the needs of those around me so that I don't miss it. I want to make yeah. use of every opportunity. See, I think that's, I like the way you said that because I think a lot of those opportunities are ones that we we miss because our mind is on some some task that we're supposed to be working on or something like that. And I sometimes somebody walks into my office and there's a task we're supposed to be working on, but in reality, the person is where the good work is yeah. and I need to ignore the task for a minute and a, to spend time with the person. And that, I'm sure that's true in a lot of ways. You know, the child comes to you and they need their, their shoe tied, but the child is the one, that's the good work that God yeah. has prepared. I need eyes to see it. Right. And I think it's, it, it is a reminder for us that, uh, as has been the case in some of the other parables that we've looked at, especially when we've been talking about the gifts of the Spirit and the fruits of the Spirit, this all kind of ties together that God desires to use those gifts that he has given to us. As we have been uniquely wired for service, there are things that you can do that only you can do, people that you can speak to that only you can speak to that wouldn't necessarily be true for me and vice versa. Mm -hmm. And so we all are, we need to be paying attention to this first. Absolutely. And owning it for ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. And and you, when you're saying people you can speak to, I think all the people who are listening to this right now, Mm -hmm. that neither of us is ever going to have a conversation with the, the folks in their circle of influence. And you can speak to them. You can, you can notice, you can care. I, I, I'm frequently reminded of how desperate people are to be listened to in our society. It's amazing if you just are able to slow down and take time and, and give somebody an ear for a while. It's amazing what starts to come out. There's such a desperate need for that. And so wherever you are listening to this podcast, God God give you eyes to see the person who needs your ears. And, and then you've got words of grace that can shine a light into this world that Maybe they haven't seen or haven't seen for a long time. Right. This is a verse that so clearly gives us cause for uh, praising God mm-hmm. and also, you know, rejoicing, repenting, requesting. We can rejoice that we are, in fact, God's handiwork, God's mm-hmm. workmanship, and that he, so many people struggle these days with purpose. What's my purpose? What's my identity? Well, Paul is making it pretty clear here. It's to do good works. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Using the gifts and abilities that he's given you. Just do good for the kingdom of God. Uh, Or maybe a better way to say it is allow God to be doing good through you. Yeah, let God reign in you. That's doing good. Don't the kingdom doing good through you. Don't yeah. overcomplicate it. <laughs> it's not rocket science, right? It, it, Unless you happen to be a rocket scientist. Well, yeah, then do that then really, really well science. and with integrity. Yeah. And yeah, absolutely. But that, yeah, I think that's probably the biggest thing to think about as we tie the the bow on this week of the parable of the talents is realizing that the the gifts that God has given you and the way that you put those to work in His kingdom 
is not necessarily churchy stuff a lot of the time. There's obviously an element of that, but you live 97% of your life in your home, in your neighborhood, in your workplace, with your friends and with your family, which means 97% of your service in God's kingdom is in your home, in your neighborhood, with your friends, with your family, in your workplace. So being being there and looking and saying, okay, God, you've been preparing in advance. It works for me to do all day long. Give me eyes to see, a heart that's open to it. Come, Lord, and let me give the grace you've given me and, and make that a gift to others. Yeah. Our repentance can flow into various avenues here, too, where we, we tend to turn those good works into a scoreboard <laughs> where we keep track of how we're doing versus how somebody else is doing. Or we, we tend to move into that belief that we're somehow earning the salvation that's already been given to us through our good works. So let's steer clear of that. Mm-hmm. and make sure that our hearts are performing these good works with the right and proper motivation, mm. to, to a, a thankfulness to God rather than a repayment to him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just always when we catch ourselves in that place, which you, you'll catch yourself there because you're resent, usually resentful. There's yeah. kind of some kind of resentment, and resentment about anything in life is a pretty good indicator that I now think God owes me something right. and that, that I've switched into kind of operating as if I him something other than an unworthy servant and so yeah when i catch myself in resentment that's definitely a place to repent return to grace live by grace and as we were talking about before with eyes to see and ears to hear, hear the needs of those around us that's our request that's my request mm-hmm. yeah god help me see you've been preparing works let me see what they are and dive into them with joy I think, too, a request, because whenever we start thinking about the work itself, I mean, the ideal good work, we've alluded to this this week, the ideal good work is one that you didn't even notice you did, right? It's just God doing it through you, and you did it totally escaped your notice. I'm just an unworthy servant. I'm just going about doing what God has given me to do. And so uh, I think a request for God to, to help me live by grace, that those those two verses that hopefully you learned as a memory verse in Sunday school or in your day school, by grace you have been saved through faith, that that would really be so deeply integrated into who I am that grace also comes out of me in the way that I live towards others. I've been given so much. Giving just happens. And so as good Lutherans, if you have memorized Ephesians 2, 8 and 9, add verse 10. Mm-hmm. And, and get that one tacked onto your memory as well. Yeah, complete that thought. Yep. And so this brings us to the end of another week of podcasts. It is Saturday, which means worship is happening tonight. It's also happening tomorrow morning. We hope and pray that you will be a part of that. And uh, we will be back again next week, Monday, with uh, another week of podcasts. May God bless your weekend. We'll see you in church. <laughs>